Here we go, Snow Jobs Nation. Episode 41 of the Snow Jobs Podcast, powered by Top Gun Backblades, is off and running. As always, I'm Steve. I'm talking to the juice box guy. That's right, and you all know who I'm joined by. As always, the Rick James of Snow Management. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. <laughs> one of the best singers and one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. I can't remember your name. What's your name? Rick James. <laughs> Jeremy Lindstrom is here as always. What's up, Jay? It's not a lot. Just uh, getting through another week here. Just on uh, the great white north without white. We had to push up the uh, the time. We had to push up the time of the recording tonight. You getting, yeah. you getting a little something or what? Uh, it was snowing by majority. Not last few hours. There's been snowing here, but nothing stuck. And I thought we might possibly have to go salt something, you know. But the temps are starting to rise again now, so. I think we're free, free for tonight. So nice. Oh, well. Got to put down a little of that $175 yard special salt. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. No, not tonight. <laughs> Only thing we special will. about it is the tax stamp. That's uh, it's expensive. It is very spendy. Uh, so do, today, gang, we should do some more Brian, huh? What's that? We should probably do <clears throat> some more Brian, huh? I'm, a, I'm honestly shocked you guys don't do more Brian. I really am. I, I, I don't know. And with the resources we have, you would think, you know, uh, you could take advantage of Jordan, right? Uh, you think so, yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's a topic for another day, I guess. So today, gang, we are heading north of the border and heading up to Ontario, Canada. We're going to talk to Tyler Kent of 519 Property Maintenance in Woodstock. Tyler's a great dude. We've been trying to get our schedules to mesh up for a while now, and we have finally done it. So we're excited to hear about 519 but before we do that, let's hear from Team Top Gun and do our weekend review. You should be proud of what you've built. You're a fantastic small business owner. You've become a relentless problem solver. You meticulously planned out your winter routes and estimated service times. You certainly know where all the manhole covers are. But for the first time in a long time, you've got a new dilemma on your hands. Do I go home early or do I take on more sites and get that money? It's hard to say no to that extra fat paycheck. Since you added the new Top Gun backblade to your fleet, you're completing your whole route in nearly half the time. It's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. What do I do? Longer coffee breaks? Call my mom? Quick snooze? Suddenly I've got options. Find us on Instagram at Top Gun Backblades or Google us. Welcome to Team Top Gun. All right, we're back. So the week in review, we had another super busy week last week, gang. We recorded three episodes in four days, and we had a day-night doubleheader of episodes on Saturday, which I don't think we've done yet, have we, Jay? Have we done? No. I think uh, we've done night. two in one we've night. Done, we've done two, yeah, but not, not, a, not a morning night deal. No. Yeah, we, we've never done that before. But we started off with Dustings 15 uh, with Jordan Smith from VSI and Storm joined us again, went over a lot of great information on what questions he needs to answer when making decisions on how to how to equip your snow sites. Uh, Jordan just keeps hitting home runs every at bat. So uh, until he strikes out, we're keeping him in the game, right? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I mean, he no coach man. ever pulled a guy who's batting 1,000. Nope. nope. That's just a good way to get fired right there. Yeah, so. and if they do, they should be fired. <laughs> should be fired. Oh, uh, So that was what, Thursday night, Jordan's thing? Was it Thursday night yeah, we dropped yeah, it Friday? I believe it was Thursday we dropped it Friday, yeah. Yeah, so we dropped that one Friday, and then uh, Saturday was the day game, was the Weather Pros special weather episode, which was a lot of fun for us. You know, we got to give Rob and Nick a lot of credit for jumping on with us and taking some lumps on behalf of uh, 
of all weathermen. I actually can't say weathermen, right? Weather persons, weather people. Whatever you want to call them. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but they did a great job. They gave out some great info for all for all of us on, you know, how the weather dudes do what they do and more specifically what, you know, the weather pros can do for, for snow guys. So that was uh, that was good. Make sure you go to the weatherpros.com, sign up for your free trial of their service. All right. There's an over under bet on how many guys in snow jobs nation are going to sign up for the trial. Right. If you don't need it, just sign up and just try Even it. if you don't need it, don't like it, don't want it, sign up because you got to prove Jeremy, right. Jeremy went super high. All right, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking our guys are going to come through. You know, it's they always snow, do. They always come through. <clears throat> they always come through. So, uh, and they will, I'm sure, continue to come through. But Steve, you know, so, I, what's up? Sorry, I I've been taking a lot of heat for that episode too. That why everybody everybody's saying we weren't hard enough on them. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, oh, I, I don't, thought I beat them up quite a bit. No, I, I said, well, it's hard to be that hard on them when they're nice guys and we. And, and they explain shit. Well, but. they're super nice, and it's yeah. it's not real easy to do what they do. We understand that. And well, I mean, I'm not I giving them that them up. I'm not giving them that excuse, but I'm just saying it's hard to be hard on them when they're decent guys and they explain their you know, explain the situation. You know? And they weren't shying away. They said, "Ask us anything." You know. So. Yeah. No, I just got some DMs, guys. Okay. Giving me shit. So. All right. So duly noted. Next time we get a weather company on, let them have both barrels, just not the one. Yeah. All right. No, I'm just saying it is what it is. I mean, they were, got soft. We, <laughs> oh well. Did we beat up Mike from ODP more than, on, on his episode? He took a couple shots. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. No. ODP was the night game of the doubleheader on Saturday that we recorded. We had Mike and Jake from Outdoor Pride. Uh, that one was awesome. We had a good time with them. That was a lot of fun to do. We've been wanting to get ODP on for a long time, if for no other reason, just to be able to thank the company and its people for uh, all the support they've shown us in the show. They had zero problems with letting Mike jump on and do episodes with us like from the beginning before we'd even proven this show was a real thing. So Mike and Jake did a fantastic job. They're a credit to that company. And uh, I was thinking the whole time, like ODP must be a, a fantastic culture like or environment to work in because... They're not owners. They're, you know, they're managers. They're, they're, you know, worker bees and, you know, they love it there. You could hear it. Yeah. They, they treat it like it's their own. That's what, you know, hundred percent. They love what they do. They love the company and you can hear it when, when they talk about it. So, uh, those are employees you want, you want employees that that, you want employees that are going to treat company as if they're the head of the company. Absolutely. But you know, you don't get employees like that unless you're treating them the same way. So like, I mean, it's a credit both ways. Yeah, for sure. You know, Jeremy did throw the challenge flag on Mike when he said that Fisher had a GPS salt unit that was similar to a hill tip and then immediately backtracked saying he did not say it was similar like six seconds later. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> we have run the replay and it was uh, upheld. Jeremy's protest was upheld. Mike did say it was similar and then immediately yep. backtracked. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Mike. Yeah, and then Jake, uh, we got to thank Jake for being honest about the blown hoses and shutting Mike down on that. Yep, that was a lot yep. of fun. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> that Mike's, was Mike's, Mike's, Mike's memory's a little fuzzy, I think. <laughs> a little foggy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun to do that episode with them. Not so much fun to edit and clip it together with uh, Mike's internet dropping out three times. So he had like, instead of having one solid track, he had four tracks. So I had to make a lot of links and stuff with a, a friend of mine to figure it out. But uh, 
Thanks again to Mike and Jake for coming on with us and to the whole team at ODP for their amazing support of the show. You know, we couldn't, couldn't do it without all you guys. Uh, what else? Oh, we welcomed a new sponsor to the Snow Jobs podcast and Snow Jobs Nation family last week. Yeah, who could it be? Who could, who it, be? could it be? All right, we would like to welcome Plowright Snow Stakes to the show. All right, Brandon from LADC was he? He wants me to give him credit. He he wants. He was. Oh my god! I I think I said it was Billy Moore or something that may have you know put it on our radar. And yeah. Brandon was all over me like, dude, I told oh. you about that two months ago. We did that pre-winter yeah. episode. Oh. So he's gonna smother you with his Mickey Mouse blanket, yeah, probably. Mickey Mouse Snuggie's coming at me. But yeah, cool. you know, also, for the record, Brandon from LADC was the first to mention them on this show and how great they are and what a great company they are. It was on the pre-winter prep episode, and that was followed by around what 12 or 15 other guys DMing us about them as well after that episode dropped, saying how great they are. I don't so yeah, you got it right. I was just getting to that. Like I ordered a bunch and I tried them out before, you know, we did anything. And they're exactly as advertised by Brandon and the guys. They're phenomenal. Like I, I'm kind of embarrassed that I've been in snow and have not heard about them before. You know, well, I've heard about them. I just, I've never heard I about heard, them. I have. I just hadn't. I always waited for the sale at Menards for 50 cent ones here in town. So. For the fiberglass ones? Yeah. Yeah, you'd love those splinters. Oh, I, oh, I love fiberglass splinters. I feel good. That was the best part about putting them out. They went in super fast. That I love that applicator, and I didn't have to have gloves on in 60-degree yeah. weather. Oh. <laughs> I'd still have gloves on. I don't want to get dirty. Okay. Well, that's your prerogative, little girly hands. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they are they are great. I ordered a bunch more, and I believe, uh, believe Jeremy went bulk on them, right? Can you go big? Yeah, I sure did. Got some pink ones and some green ones. He was out, I wanted to get blue, but he's out of blue. So yeah, they're out of a lot of them. So, so guys, gonna, the demand is there. Get your I, shit early with Plowright next year. I think I'm gonna put the pink ones at the hospital. You know, breast cancer awareness. You know, just smart, care, just the caring guy. I am marketing, marketing. Yep. Glacier cares. Glacier yep. cares. There it is. Damn I can right. see. I can yep. see it on the back of the loaders right now. Glacier cares. Yep. Unless you honk. <laughs> oh, shit. But welcome, Plowright. We're very happy to have you guys on board. And uh, thank you for making a great product that makes our lives easier. Uh, what else, Jay? Oh, he's going to yell at me if I don't. So I'm going to I'm going to say it. Make sure you get your Snow Jobs merch at the Snow Jobs Nation store. All right. It's all there. We're adding new items all the time. You know, for example, next week. Snow Jobs Nation is dropping your girl is on my plow list shirts. All right. That's get them, get them quick. It may be a limited run. We don't know. We haven't decided. We'll see right, how it so sells. You, I hope they sell good. Yeah, we'll see how they I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go crazy with the with the personalities of most of our listeners, how uh, how <laughs> funny they are. I think that I think that's gold. I think that's solid gold. They may go yeah. platinum. All right. <laughs> We got some good ones in the vault. We got some. Good oh ones yeah, in the vault. yeah. We got we got some stuff coming. <laughs> but we're we're gonna be fair, right? You know, both yeah. sides of the coin. We're gonna be fair. Oh yeah, we gotta give Media Shack a good shout out. Those guys have been killing it for us. So. Yeah, Spencer and the gang at Media Shack Fargo. If you're, uh, yeah, actually, it doesn't even matter if you're in Fargo. They ship no, everywhere, right? Everywhere they cover the world. They do, they do, and they uh, they have a pretty impressive operation. 
Very I've never seen a place that can back in an 18 wheeler trailer and do the graphics inside the building. That's that's pretty impressive. (laughs) They're definitely great operation. Yep. All right. So you can find the store at snowjobsnationstore.com or on our website, the snowjobspodcast.com. Jeremy, did I miss anything? That was a busy week. Uh, No. Was it your birthday? We're good. What? Was it your birthday? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no birthdays. <laughs> Do you want to hit them with the uh, subscribe and like? You know, you, you're normal. Oh, yeah, might as well. Yeah. Everybody subscribe and uh, like the, our podcast and give us a five-star review. That's how there we you go. Five stars or nothing. That's the only two options. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. And if it's not, I can't remember anything else, so screw it. Let's hear from Muskox and Hilltip, and we'll be back in 60, gang. Hey guys, Steve here. We're always looking for ways to save on labor and increase safety for our people. Last year, I purchased a game-changing snowblower from my company that does just that. It's called the Muskox. Its patented back drag feature and design lets us get right up to our HOA garage doors and tight spots, clean them all right down to the pavement without scratching. This beast can also scrape hard pack going forward if you needed to. It's truly a dual threat blower. Give Muskox a call. Their staff are extremely knowledgeable and have been amazing with us. Muskox, snowblowers that backdrag. Hilltip's patented line of ice striker spreaders and spray striker sprayers are revolutionizing the winter services industry. Equipped with our H-Track system, contractors can see exactly how much material is being applied anywhere on a customer's property. Work sites can be geofenced and assigned to a controller so that the correct amount of material is always applied. A two-way GPRS communication channel allows for remote adjustment of a machine's settings from any device anywhere in the world. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. All right, gang, we're back. Let's not waste any more time. Let's do this. Let's welcome Tyler Kent of 519 Property Maintenance to the show. Tyler, what's up, brother? How you doing? Uh, it's good, man. We finally made it on. I think it's been like a month or two of trying to figure this out. So You're a busy dude, man. You're a busy dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit chaotic, to be honest, uh, especially with uh, stakes right now. And getting into that, and it's took off a little bit more than we thought it would. So, Is this your first Here's- year? Because you're actually a dealer for Plowright, right, in Canada? Yes. Yeah, so we're the only Canadian dealer. So, you know, it, it's impossible for the border and getting stakes in is just terrible. I mean, getting any product, getting anything is terrible, right? (laughs) So they kind of reached out to us last year and we dabbled into it in our local area. And then this year we said, okay, you know what, we'll take it to another level and we'll ship it Canada wide. So we're uh, moving a lot more than we were last year. That's for sure. Yeah. I I was actually just talking to uh, somebody tonight. They said you sold like 40 or 50,000 of them this year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think we're at, I think we're at like 41 or 42,000 stakes wow. that we've sold. So, and uh and, and the orders are uh non-stop. The the issue is now like you guys just said earlier is that we're running out of colors and yeah. you know, it's going to come down to being out of it or the crunch time of it freezing ground, right? Yep, absolutely. And you used them before you became a dealer, right? Yeah, so we used them before, loved it. They reached out, said, "Hey, like you know, we got no one in Canada. We can't, we can't justify getting a box in the shipping rate, the brokerage, all that fees. It doesn't make sense for a guy that wants two boxes, three boxes, what? Um, so we can bring it in, kind of split that cost over thousands and be able to bring the cost down for everyone else. Right. Very cool. So 
How long does it normally get held up at the border, the shipments? Well, the last one we had a little bit of an issue with, uh, the brokerage and getting held there. So we lost three or four days. But uh, usually, to be honest, usually he can ship it from his place in Michigan and I can usually have it the next day. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So not like LADC Snowmelter. No, I think no. that came from Canada. I think it took four months to clear customs. <laughs> yeah, but it's... they were smug- they were trying to smuggle something in too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it was more than ice melt. That's great. <laughs> oh man! All right, well, Jeremy, you want to take us away, brother? Yeah, you bet, Tyler. Why don't you tell everybody about uh, five nineteen property maintenance? What you guys got going on up there? Yeah, so uh, definitely snow is going to be our heaviest part of the business, but we also do your regular uh, spring, summer, fall services as well. We do a ton of lawn care in the area, and then any of your spring services, garden stuff, any turf turf uh, maintenance, and we dabble into a little bit of skid steer work now just with having more equipment on site, uh, being able to help out other people, And uh, but definitely uh, snow removal is our heaviest portion of the business i guess you could say very cool who founded it myself you did it's all you it's all me nice good for you when did you found it when when did you come up with it sometimes when i tell people this they sometimes think i'm crazy but we're actually in our third year okay so it's it's relatively new yeah yeah it's relatively new good for you dude that's that's growth nice yeah what part of canada are you in so we're in Ontario. If you're in the States, the best uh, description would probably be a couple hours from Toronto <laughs> is usually <laughs> where people people know the Toronto area. So we're uh, we're between London and Toronto, but we're in Woodstock. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. Very cool. What What's your market like up there in Ontario for as far as annual snow and your types of storms that you get? What are you dealing with? So annual... It's crazy because I can go 30 minutes one way and I, I, I can jump 20 inches in snow. I can go 30 minutes the other way and I can lose another 20, 30 inches in the year. Really? Uh, yeah. So the father-in-law runs business 25 minutes down the highway and we plowed six more times than he did last year. No Which shit. is, yeah, you know, it, it might not be that much, but it is, you know, significantly different. We're probably dealing with... On an average normal year, maybe 60, 70 inches uh, total. Thank you for putting it in inches and not I was gonna say he's probably plowing <laughs> he's I was gonna say he's probably plowing more than his father in law because he's plowing in inches. Father in law started doing centimeters. So. <laughs> centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> if I say centimeters, you'd say you'd think it's a lot, right? Uh, yeah. really, the numbers yeah. sound so much bigger. Right. But right. Uh, you, you know, know typically version is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would, you know, I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, I'm probably going to end up talking numbers, whether it's dollar amounts or Celsius Fahrenheit, and it's going to be a little bit of confusion, but eh, it's all it good. Is what it is. But uh, no, we get a, uh, last year was a weird one. Obviously I think it was for everyone. Um, well, maybe not people that are in super cold areas, but we dealt with a lot of slush, uh, freezing rainstorms more than we normally would. Uh, not as much snow. We had like a month off at one point where it was nothing got warm again. So, but we can range from Christmas Eve. We were sitting at uh, Celsius minus minus 30. And then we can have storms that sit around zero, one, two degrees where it's more a slushy wet okay. type snow. Cool. So 
when you're sitting around for a month, what do you guys do? Anything? Are you just are you so? Just on? Yeah, it's it's a bit tough in that because it it doesn't leave to the point where you can really do anything else. Um, it's still usually melting off or super soft grounds. So you're not going to be able to get into any other work really. Uh, we try to keep guys busy in the area. We also sell uh, salt and stuff now. It was a harder year as well because if you don't have snow, it's harder to sell that as well. But on our off days, we try to keep keep up with that. It keeps some guys busy delivering and stuff. We do uh, door delivery for that kind of stuff. So it we try to try to find where you can keep up with machines. You know, we started bringing in even some of the machines that we're going to be going out in spring just to you know work on them, get them serviced, go over machines and. But it is a tough time. It, it is it, when you get a month off in January and, you know, you just you, you hope you can get through it and get yep. busier back in February. I mean, for for an owner wise, we're not, you know, if you have your contract set up, you're not as worried. But for the guys, you know, hourly or the guys that are plowing that rely on that little bit of money, it's can be tough. Oh, yeah. What are you a pucker? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just talk about contracts. What are your contracts like up there? I would say we're sitting on, I think last year we were sitting on like 75% per month contract set in stone. That's the amount. Um, and then the rest would be per push, um, per salt. Yeah, that's a good uh, ratio. Really, no one in our area, like, no one in our area that I know of or myself does hourly. Um, nothing like that. The only hourly we do is relocation. So snow relocation is in all our contracts that so we're hourly. Um, but That's for the tool. most part, anything big industrial that kind of knows what they're doing, their contract, they don't really want to deal with up and downs and just rather have a set amount. Sure. You, you know guys, what they're paying in, in advance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do, you guys, do you guys do a lot of snow? Re, re, sorry, Steve. Do you guys do, do a lot of snow relocation? Like Holland or Last year or? was right on the edge near the end of the season where we would have to start. But to be honest, last year it with we'd get a storm and then we'd get eight degrees celsius but we'd get a warm spell melt off a yep. bunch yep. and it, it really wouldn't it really wouldn't be that bad and most of our sites had a lot of room where we could move snow that we had to so nice. that's cool how many guys are you rolling with how many guys are so working the, for you so this year we're probably going to be in the range of guaranteed 12 probably closer to 14 guys in total very cool are those full timers or just snow a little, about five or six will be full-time, full-season guys. Um, the rest will come on. We have a lot of guys in the area that are doing concrete, roofing, asphalt, stuff like that, farmers that, uh, to be honest, would just sometimes they, – they get bored. A lot of those guys work pretty hard, and uh, when they shut down for five months, it is is like, okay, I need to do something. Oh, yeah. 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 So how, how are the guys – I mean, that's that you kind of explained, answered it, but I was just wondering how you find the guys that pretty much just said it. Farmers, yeah, that 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 is it. it it's rare to find someone that might have a stay-at-home job anymore or something like. Uh, it it's not really like you're going to find that. If any guy you're going to be able to find just to come in for winter, it's probably going to be farmers, asphalt, concrete roofers, anyone outdoors that isn't working throughout yeah. the other season. You don't find too many dudes with OnlyFans pages, right? Tom no, not lately. <laughs> I don't know, man. Things are changing, man. Who knows? Honestly. Is that, is that, a, that, a, that a shot at Tom Mack or Bruce? I, that, I said his name. 
<laughs> gotta say it again. AKA Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, baby. Oh man. So what type of sites are you guys servicing? I would say we're sitting on 80, 80% industrial. And okay. it's to the point now where we can, we've got so busy and we can only grow so fast that I'm able to kind of pick and choose. And when I know something industrial comes through, I know I got less shovel guys. I got more wide open plowing and to be honest, less hazards than uh, a restaurant, plaza, a gas station, stuff like that. I don't even, I'll be honest. I don't even touch it. I just 100%. let it go. No, it's it's awesome. good for you. It's uh, you. it tends to be the easiest. And to be honest, like, I'm sure you guys know sidewalk guys are hard uh, to get, even with, you know, if you give them equipment, it's still hard. It's just, uh, so if I can cut down and take trucking yards that are going to be uh, wide open, it's a lot easier. hundred percent, man. That's absolutely true. I, I agree completely. Is there a lot of industrial in your area? Yeah. And our, in, in just in, in Woodstock alone, like the town that we're mainly in right now is, uh, is growing so fast with industrial that, um, because we're right off a main highway, it's a mm -hmm. good trucking area. So a lot of trucking companies, um, are coming in the areas. It's, it's very heavily industrial right now. And it's very not cool. a big enough town that where there's like huge shopping centers either. Right. Yeah. So would that gotcha. be, so you're would basically that be, industrial in a couple houses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> basically, you know, honestly. And a lot of semis. Is that what you guys say? Semis up there? Semis. Semis. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Canadian conversions. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what I hear on the TV. So yeah, yeah, that was a shock. When we had Rob from Snow Cleared on, like, I don't know, episode seven or eight, he was real early on. He started talking about like centimeters and and the temperature. Yeah. I'm like, what? You're, you're what? I'm yeah. Like, I got to start writing these down in the uh, episode descriptions, a little Canadian to U.S. conversion chart. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's one of those things that we'll talk to some people on social media and they'll be like, hey, I was that storm that came through. I said, oh, it's good. We got 30 centimeters. And they're like, holy, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, No, no, no. It's like 30 centimeters. It's like three inches. inches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't worry. It sounds better though. Keep going good. with the centimeters. It sounds a lot yeah. better. Uh, we might have 180 centimeters. <laughs> we might have to do that here this year. The way they're talking about the winter, the weather up here this winter. So maybe we'll go just yeah. go centimeters. I what are they predicting for fine. you guys? What are uh, they telling you guys this year? They're telling us low <laughs> El Nino here in Fargo. So they're talking below average snow. Yeah. So we'll I'm staying. I'm sticking with it. Weather pros uh, hit it on the head last year. I, they were close. I think we're going to be close to average, but Don and those guys think it's going to be pretty late. But I don't know. I, I think we'll we'll probably get close to average. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with Fargo, though. They're all farmers. They all write their own almanac. Yeah. So everybody's yeah, we, got their own prediction. Everybody's got their own theory. <laughs> yeah. We got our own weather rocks. We got you know, we yep. saw an acorn drop so many days ago. We're going to have oh, a yeah. 37 days from that acorn dropping is your first snow or the, or the yeah. fog or the fog, whatever that fog one is. <laughs> if it's foggy on this day, it's going to be 90 days and there's going to be a big storm or something. I don't know what they say. There's a lot of shit. Tyler, yeah. are, you, are you guys up there? Are you normally like, uh, we, we heard a couple guys up in Canada that are in like lower snow. Like you, they get a lot of one and two inch events like Minnesota kind of does, or you yeah. guys get big dumps as well. No, we only get a few big dumps. 
North from us is going to be where they're getting hit. Uh, they were projected on yesterday's storm to get 20, 25 centimeters. So they, you know, they're looking at a six to eight inch storm. That's what was yesterday's where we're getting told we might have got one, one inch. Gotcha. Right. We do get a lot of those where it's on the tipping edge. Like you could probably kill it with salt, might need to plow, don't really know what we're doing. Right. But yeah, we, we we're kind of in that middle. And then usually there's two, three, bigger storms that come through and everyone gets hit right what's what what's a big one typically drop on you for your bigger storms i think the biggest one last year was only eight to ten inches okay still decent not not insane we're not talking you know over a foot or anything but yeah no nor'easter crap yeah i mean i'd say five years ago we had that but i don't know lately it's just not been the same we're getting more of these freezing rainstorms than we well, are uh, anything. We'll see because like, I think the last four winters have been a La Nina. So now we're yeah. back in the El Nino. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they're back. saying. We'll see. We will see. I mean, the weather yeah. guys are never wrong, right? Yeah, never. <laughs> How far are you from the North Pole? <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably pretty far, man. How far are you far from Nova enough. Scotia? Jeez, that's that's far because I'm yeah, thinking that's, hot, that's yeah because hotter we were talking yeah that's to, what I was uh, thinking we about it yeah and uh, I believe it's it's still a good it's a good distance from us for sure it, it's not yeah. going to be a drive uh, you're going to just make you know on a day drive yeah. or anything <laughs> that's cool we got to get him on too he's a he's a good dude I like talking yeah. to him yeah I know we, he was saying to me on the second night we were at the bar there that. You know, oh, I haven't seen those guys. I said, oh, I just met them today out at uh, at the Hilltip booth. <laughs> yep, so. yep, yeah. We had to uh, had to stop by and see Frank and see Craig and uh, Jeremy. Yeah. Had to, I think Jeremy, I think you sold one, didn't you, while you were there? Uh, yeah. Didn't you sell one? Like they, four. You, yeah. You said you autograph. <laughs> I'll yeah. autograph this unit if you buy it, and yep. boom, the guy was sold. Yeah, sold it stoked. right there. Yep. Boom. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, Wait Jay, for my commission. Yeah, that's it. That definitely you. You should be getting paid more. <laughs> I should be. I mean, yeah, I know. This is uh, this is where we go into Jeremy's favorite part. Take it, Jay. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Tyler. Let's tell us everybody what kind of equipment you're running. Plows, salters, uh, any any kind of equipment you're running. I want to hear it. So I don't know if it's the same in the states, but. So we're, there's a lot of tractors here. A lot of guys use tractors. We use tractors, uh, belly mount, uh, blades, tractors. And then, uh, it'll be, we run two loaders, uh, two tractors, a skid steer, and then, uh, truck plows as well. But the biggest thing we see in the area is, is tractors, belly mounts. I think and, that's uh, like blades. a Midwest thing. That's not, yeah. tractors really aren't a thing in the Northeast too much. I, I don't see a lot of them at all up here. Yeah. We ran them for we ran them for a few years. We had a couple tractors with Arctic's on the front. They, yeah. they worked fine. They just it, you know you just, you just can't stack like a loader, obviously. But yeah. for the price the price tag, you know, when we were getting them, we're getting them two for one. You know, two tractors to one payloader. So exactly, sure. and and that's what it is, right? Guys are guys can literally get two of them for the price of a, a good size loader. And to be honest, training wise, even with new guys and stuff, I mean, you got up, down, left, right. You don't got to worry about your angles. It's it's very simple to train someone on that. 
especially with newer tractors, power shifting, you know, it's very simple. Yeah. I mean, so, that was, but that was years ago when tractors were affordable. Now they're all, all skyrocketing oh, price. Yeah. yeah well, they gave me a $26,000 increase on a tractor and blade from just from last year. Now it's Canadian, but that's Canadian that's still. So that's like $7 American. What? what yeah. <laughs> about seven or 10 bucks. <laughs> pocket change shit that's great but uh yeah tractors tractors loader skid steer your favorite uh metal plus live edge nice and then uh on the cat loader we that just came in we actually went with an hla blade on this one uh we had some issues with the metal plus lines what no no i know i know Oh my God. We did. We did. Like what happened? Yeah. So it wasn't the lines that were blowing or anything. All the connections were breaking loose throughout the storm. And we, you know, do everything we can to get it back. And as you're tightening, you just feel like it's that, that tension where you feel like you're going to strip it. So you don't want to go too crazy. It's tight. But then if I can grab that line and twist it left and break it loose again, that easy, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, it happened about seven storms where, where it went. And some of the storms were not, uh, watched too closely with the operator to the point where we, they've drained it completely. Oh no. (laughs) The next guy switches shifts and he gets in and he goes, uh, man, I went left and the the whole steering's chunky. Like, like I could tell as soon as I got in it. I said, yeah, that might need a little fluid. A couple of those and. Yeah. So no. we've switched to the blade on the, the loader on this one to try it. There's a $10,000 difference even in price on this, uh, just on blade to blade. So we'll give it a try and we'll see. A lot of guys run the HLA blades around here. Yep. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to give one a try and kind of go from there. We'll see what the difference is. We do love, like, I'll be honest, I do love the metal plus live edge. Right. So other than those lines, what was the fix? I mean, what was the what, did they have a fix for you or no? Yeah, you don't want to know. Uh, it was take the lines off and Loctite them. Uh, take I think the I, take the connections off, clean it all dry, brake clean it, put it back in with Loctite, and that should work. I think so. that when they when Tyler called, they said this. Go fuck yourself. We don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Sound like a, was that the storm oh, tape? The, <laughs> I couldn't resist. Was that Christian? Was that Christian? That's what? Was no, that that's not Christian. I'm no. just kidding. God. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. So do you, like, you talked about the tractors with the Plus. They push real yeah. well, but the, the one drawback is the stacking. Do you have any tips of how you guys got it done, or did you have loaders and skid steers on the same side as the tractors? Like, how did you get no, it done? so... A lot of our, like I kind of mentioned it before, we do have a lot of sites where we have the room to push the snow. Okay. And then to be honest, uh, if you're really concentrating on not just shoving it into the pile and and then lifting your blade up, Mm -hmm. if you strategically build that pile, you can to the point kind of build it up where you're able to get your front wheels starting to go up the pile and still stack. I think we were pushing up to like, you know, 10 or 12 feet still with a tractor and just pushing you know you have to take your time you know if you're talking going over a curve you're not going to be 
lifting the blade, going over the curb with your loader or your tractor, then going up again. It's a little bit of a nightmare, but you know, we were able, luckily last year again, that we never got hit to the point where it was insane that we were able to do that. So very cool. Must've watched videos of the silver bullet doing that with his pickup. Making, making yeah. reps. hundred <laughs> percent. I was in the training video for the guys. This is how you need to plow. That's there you great. go. Uh, you got snow tires on the, uh, you, you didn't tell us what kind of tractors, what are you running? Uh, Kubota's Kubota, Kubota M sixes on the tractors. And, uh, yeah. And we have Kubota skid steer too. Um, but yeah, Kubota's and then loaders cat. How have the Kubota's been for you? Great. Like literally not a single issue with my Kubota's. The only thing we had were the, the blade, uh, connections and, mm -hmm. uh, on them. Other than that, tractors have been great never had an issue with the actual tractor itself um, and, and they push great and even with some of the tractors that we have now we're actually still running egg tires on them and uh we don't even have snow tires on them we ran them down and still good i mean you you have to obviously monitor when you're making turns when when sure. you're in float you know it's not the same as loader still good awesome just to be clear what was the blade that had issues <laughs> Arctic. <laughs> uh, actually, I think you were one of the first. I think you loved that that little video I put up of uh, everybody dancing, like the ultra religious people dancing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What it looks like when you make it through an entire event without a single blown hose. <laughs> I think I said that to a couple people actually. Uh, said yeah, I remember uh, last year. <laughs> uh. Oh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> no, that was good. Oh man, I mean, we all just give them shit. But oh some yeah, these guys, some of these guys just get so butthurt over it. It's like calm down. It, it, it confuses me, man. Like some of the stuff you see online, it just it blows your mind. Because like I like I can like things too, and certain brands, trucks, whatever it is, everyone can like their thing. Yeah, they do a great job. But you you got if there's a problem with it, you gotta just just own it, man. It, the yeah. lines are popping off. The lines are popping off. Yeah, hundred percent. Everything can break. It's not a big yeah. deal. Is what yeah, it is. Sure. But they, I mean, they make a great product. But it seems like the guys that own them are like militant. Like they're oh, crazy God. about they're them. Kill like, you. like I love the oh, Arctic's, yeah. but I'll be damned if I'm gonna just not listen to reason. You know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. I love <laughs> them too. Trust me, I, I I do love the blade. I love the finish. You know, the scrape, everything about it. Um, it just. Just we need to get those lines uh, figured out. <laughs> Locked oh in. man, you uh, you run any sidewalk stuff? You said you don't have many sidewalks. You run any sidewalk? Very, very, very minimal sidewalks to the point where it's it's almost nothing. We have one site that has uh, a lot of smoke pits. It's a factory. A lot of smoke pits, bigger walkways. Um, last year they still battled it out, no problem with no sidewalk machines. This year we're gonna we're gonna have. Uh, one or two sidewalk machines added. We've added another nine sites this year. Um, so we'd, we'd like to get into a couple now. And to be honest, we're just still sitting on the fence of a couple brands. So, Oh, just you waiting. haven't got them yet? Yeah, they, they both have. They have both right now. And it's just a matter of uh, we're kind of picking a couple people's brains on uh, what they what they like, what they don't like. What's it come what down to? What, what, are, the, what are the choices? Well, it's not orange. So okay. it's not an Arian's. Okay, we're, we're, that's a good we're, start. That's a good yeah. check. Yeah, one check. 
Uh, we're, we're sitting in between the, uh, the Ventrac, uh, stand on unit there and the boss mag. We need a blower, um, because we, we will run four guys. It takes four guys about eight hours to clear from the roads to the hydrants, from the hydrants to the building. And that has to be done after any major snowfall over two inches on a site. So we're trying to cut that down. And the way we cut that down, obviously is going to be a blower unit. Yep. Um, but a blower unit that can also get in between smoke pits and uh in, in tighter areas what is your width of your sidewalk that you're doing so we're 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 okay with up to 50 50 plus okay. inches but i can't be running a ventrac 4520 in there and trying no. to get him to back in up to the stairs and as much as it would be nice for the hydrants it, it's just not you know gonna work in some of those tighter areas around a smoke pit for example so Something like the uh, Boss Mag with the 48-inch blower or the, the Ventrac unit is what we've kind of narrowed down to the last two. And Ventrac makes a really, really solid blower and a really super solid broom for that SSV. Those things are yeah. Mm-hmm. If my if my guys can't crush them, they, they really can't be crushed. The only, the only thing you got to worry about, or not worry about, but you got to watch with your guys' proper training, if you get like wet heavy stuff or a lot of it and you go slamming into a snowbank with the snowblower you're you you have the ability to snap that belt because it's belt driven yeah so you can snap that belt but you don't have to snap the belt it's not like it does it on its own it's completely 100 percent operator error if you do it you just sure. you know you you send it too hard uh i have i've heard good things about the mag the, the guys that, that have them that i know like it uh the only drawback to the mag is you can always do something a little bigger with something a little smaller because the SSV is 36 inch attachments. Yeah. The mag, if you have a tight area that's less than 48 inches, you can't get it in there because I think the minimum that their attachments are 48. Yeah. We were told the blower was a 48 and that's your option for a blower, right? Yep. That's it. One option. But like I said, it comes down to, I think they're like, we didn't hear horror stories about the mag. We've talked to guys that have had the mag and, you know, everybody seemed to like them. They they seem to hold up well. I think Dustin from Total Lawn's got one. I think, he, uh, so. I think he said a tire fell off. That was about it. But I mean, that was you know a couple of loose nuts. I think, but that's not like super mechanical and stuff. But you know, the Ventrax have been great. We we've had the Ventrax. Uh, we like them. We just added another one. But like I said, it all comes down to price too, because they're all ridiculously expensive. So yeah, for what, and, for what they do yeah. they're all ridiculously expensive it's, i know that's you know, crazy it, it's a killer looking at the price and uh you know and, and that's what you got to spend a you know clear sidewalks now but it, it is what it is i mean you're not going to also find enough guys to shovel and use little blowers either right yeah. it's just not going to happen so are you putting a salt spreader on a drop spreader yeah so we were quoted on both for uh a blower sweeper uh, drop salter and we were going full on both so it'd be the blower sweeper blade and the drop salter we've had uh before we went to the ssvs we had the the snow raiders the boss snow raiders and that yeah. exact pad spreader was bulletproof that thing was great mm-hmm. we loved it the guys loved it so uh, i don't no reason to no reason to knock that it's a it's a good drop spreader the ssv are you looking at the 2100 or the 2120 the new one with the briggs or the old one with the cowie I think he was the 2120. Okay, so that has the new draw slide-out spreader, which is super easy to load when you compare it to the old one. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, you got a nice decision there. It's two good products to choose from. Are they are yeah. they close in price, your, your quotes? Not entirely, to be completely honest with you. You're probably, 
six to eight thousand Canadian. Who's higher? Ben Track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the dealer that. sells both, and he, you know, it's hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna pay more on the Ventrac, but you're probably gonna be happier, happier, just with quality and longevity too, right? Uh, yep. He's not saying that you know the the mag's gonna erupt in the first year or anything. It's just a matter of Ventrac built a very good product. Then have you looked inside the the hatches? Have you opened the doors on the sides uh, on the yeah. SSB? So how cool is that, that every wire, every fuse, every loom is labeled? Like if you have a problem, yeah. you don't have to go hunting around in that engine compartment. You know, you just look for what you know you need to, and it's right there labeled. And everything's barcoded too, which is, yeah. that's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't think you can go wrong either way. But like I said, I mean, 8,000 Canadian is uh, 8,000 Canadian. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, still uh, still a good chunk of money. Yes, sir. Yep. So are you you using a weather service up there? So uh, we're members of uh, what's called Landscape Ontario, and it's uh, kind of a committee, I guess, in our area. Uh, There's special events. You get special pricing on trucks, uh, gas. We get discounts for certain things. You pay into this membership, but the return from it alone is is great. And with that, you get uh, a weather service called KSMI Weather. And it's... So it's, uh, we don't like, you know, it comes with our landscape Ontario, so we're not really paying, we're paying for it, but we're not in a sense. Uh, but yeah, they're kind of the same thing. They're going to send you updates, uh, when you're meet, when you're hitting thresholds that are, you know, whatever settings you've set up, we get updates at 7 AM, 1, 1 PM, and then 7 PM. Um, and they're telling you, you know, your road surface is going to be this, that we're expecting this on this much snow, this much rain. Uh, and to be honest, they've been the most accurate in the in the past year with uh being with them so and it's nice to get the emails it's kind of gives you a more accurate description than refreshing the weather network and seeing it change (laughs) i'm glad you actually mentioned uh landscape ontario because they actually gave us a really good plug on uh i forget where the heck somebody sent it to us but they uh they put something out about listening to the show uh maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah. So uh I'm glad you mentioned them because I completely they do, forgot they do about cool it. events and stuff. They have uh they do yes. uh, like a congress event, kind of like equip, but not as big. Uh they do a snowposium, so it's dedicated just to snow. Um, stuff like that. They put on and and to be honest, man, like it's you know, I think it was seven hundred dollars or something like that for us Canadian and and just buying one of the new trucks that we bought last year. It saved us eight thousand dollars. Oh, good huh. for you! That's, that's great. Awesome. So, just to be a member of them, you save that. Now that's changed a little bit this year, but there are huge benefits to being in that group. Wait. Do they have a branch in the U.S.? Yes. <laughs> I'll uh, let them know to move over there too. Let them know. You know, speaking of which, associations and stuff in Canada. Are there any like really good? Like, have you ever been to Sima the Sima show? No. Okay. And that was even the first time that we've been to Equip. And it was like, so you know, you we got to start. Yeah. Are there any shows in Canada, like snow shows up there that are I worth don't... traveling to? No. Sima was. No, nothing. How is that possible with as much no. snow work as you guys do up there? That's the problem. Sima was in Montreal a few years back. I went up to that. Yeah. Yeah, but I want, I want something in addition to Sima. I want another reason to travel with the boys. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that even was, our, our, uh, what they call Congress, which is in, usually in January, which is somewhat like equip. I mean, you have your indoor vendors somewhat like equip, uh, probably about half the size 
inside, but nothing outside. So there's no trialing anything. Um, You know, you don't really get to stand on anything, try it, move it around. Um, They have that. And then they have Snowposium usually in the fall, which is, uh, it's a good event. There's, you know, seminars you can sit on, on, see the new machines. Hilltip was there, you know, VSI, stuff like that was there. But it's definitely not to the extent of anything worth, in my eyes, making Hmm. a trip. So there's no big Canadian snow organization, basically, like a sign up for crazy. Canada. That's nothing crazy. That's wild. With as many people in Canada deal with snow and push snow, that you don't yeah. have a majorly powerful Canadian snow alliance or something. Yeah. Even the social media, like I'd say, ninety percent of the snow content we even see being posted or or anything online is all in the states. No one hmm. in this area even really cares to really get into anything like that are you guys just secretive up there or what i don't know what it's about man it's it's Uh different speaking of hilltip you i think you said you're getting one this year right yeah we uh just got got that one yeah it's installed on that 550 and uh i actually was in with craig on a hour and a half today um going over a bunch of settings you know the h-track stuff and yeah you posted a picture of it that's pretty cool yeah getting it all set up, seeing uh, how it's going to work out. We just want to make sure that we're using it for the full potential, right? So that when we use it, we're not just, we're not just using it to turn it on manual, drop salt, like any other salt spreader. We, we bought it and, and we have it for a reason to be able to benefit off the things on it. So amen. What kind of salt are you running up there? What kind of salt? Mm-hmm. So mainly just strict rock salt out here. If we get into super, super cold temps, we will go to treated salt. Um, but to be honest, it's uh, just strict road salt, rock salt. What are you treating it with? So they'll they'll spray it down and what, before it comes even to where oh, okay. we get it from. Gotcha. Yeah, we don't actually treat it ourselves, but it'll be treated from there. It'll It'll drop, you know, give you another 10 or 15 degrees melting power. Sure. Um, but it's not nothing that we're doing ourselves personally. Very cool. Is there a lot you of guys have talked about salt price? Oh, eh? Like you guys, you guys pay a lot in salt. Like I think Jeremy does. Jeremy does. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not easy either. I'm not uh, Billy Moore, you know, $50 yeah. a yard. That's incredible. But I mean, Jeremy's getting, you know, bent over the barrel. That's, that's tough. Yeah, that's crazy. So we're, I just typed it in a little conversion. Uh, we'd be 86, 90, Right now we're paying per ton. That's US. about what we pay for for straight salt. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Get close to a shipping uh, port. Keeps the riffraff out though. That's that's, that's true. Sh- but you gotta be you gotta be close to a shipping port. That's the problem. It's all that's the trouble. Riffraff is. That's that's where the trouble that is. That is where the riffraff is. You are not wrong, bro. <laughs> Anything serviced by mass transit. <laughs> Oh, shit. Tyler, is there a lot of competition for snow in your area? I'd say yes, but at the same time, the calls don't seem to stop, uh, mainly because of the growth in the area. I, mm-hmm. I think uh, we give it a year or two if some other companies in our area don't step up soon and, and, and grow or start a new business. I think there's going to be a huge, huge demand um, for it. There's just so many buildings going up that we see day after day. Um, and to be honest, there's, you know, there's probably in our town, uh, five heavy hitters. And then the rest are kind of just your 
smaller companies, couple guys, couple trucks here, there. So how do you separate yourselves from the other heavy hitters? I think our biggest thing, and and I, the, I think the way I've been able to grow this so fast is is what I'm going to tell them and and guarantee is what what we're providing. I mean, I, like I said, I've turned down ten plus sites this year alone, mainly because one, I, I either don't want to do it; it's a condo corp with a million sidewalks, and I know I'm just I'm not going to love it. Or or two, we can't we can't handle it right now uh, mm-hmm. with with how much is coming in and. Or, or they're giving us a ridiculous price. Hey, this is what we want and uh, per acre on this big, massive lot. And it just doesn't make sense. So we're definitely just making sure that what we're doing and what we're providing is is, is quality. And I think uh, the biggest thing as well, which we – I always ask the customer too. I always say, hey, why, why are you looking this year? And, and, and I yeah. say 75% of the time this year, I'm getting told, well, we're unhappy with the service. Okay. It's not. It's go. not my yeah. price is high. It's not my. Uh, the guy dropped out. We do hear the guy dropped out, but it's not that the price is high or that anything else. It's we're unhappy. It's terrible service. And that's what you want. So to hear. If, yeah. So if we're gonna be the higher priced guy, but I can guarantee you a good service, they don't seem to even bother on the price or give me a hard time about it, and uh, it's what keeps our referrals up. That's awesome. That's good the, for you. I mean, that's thing. the way to do it. It's all, I mean, referrals are the key. If you can get people that will speak for you and they're calling you because they already talked to somebody else that had a good looking site that you did, that's, I mean, that's the best free advertising you can get. Yep. Good for you. you. Do you guys have national companies up there or are you guys just dealing with locals? So there's a, there's a, a lot of it's just local. Um, There's a company in London, Ontario, that was bought out by an American company. And I can't think of the name offhand that bought them out. Uh, their name was TLC. And uh, they've been bought out by some American company. And they actually called us two months ago asking to buy us out. And she said, uh, we're, you know, we have to buy so many companies out per year. That's what we're told to do. And instead of competing, they want to just buy you out and say, hey, mm-hmm. we'll just give you this. And then we don't have to fight for your area. And it's crazy. Cause you know, the conversation, she was respectful, but at the same time, I'm being told, uh, you know, basically if you don't want to take the buyout, uh, basically, Hey, we're going to be knocking on the door next year in your area. And it's, it's, it's a different way of doing it, I guess. But yeah, that's, well, I mean, you know what, that's, what's happening. That That's the PMs. These national companies are killing me. Yeah. Driving me nuts. All right, you know what? Let's take a break and we'll let uh, Tyler get some water and we will hear from our newest sponsor. Guys, if you followed the show lately, you've heard us mention the Plowright Snow Stakes. Well, now that I've tried them, I have to say I'm a huge fan. Installing traditional snow stakes is time-consuming, expensive, and if you're using fiberglass, just downright dangerous due to the splinters. That's where the Plowright Marking Stake System comes in. Their patented installation tool can install up to 450 stakes per hour. The stakes are made of hollow polypropylene, which will not crack, break, or splinter. They have three different size options from 26 to 46 inches. Come in five standard colors, orange, green, blue, red, and hot pink. Best of all, everything is 100% made in the USA. Log on to plow-right.com and order yours today. Be sure to use the promo code SNOWJOBS at checkout to save 10% off your order. Make your business more profitable with Hilltip spreaders and sprayers equipped with our H-Track two-way GPRS tracking and control system. To learn more, visit www.hilltipna.com. 
Take on winter's worst with the world's best. Hill tip. We're not allowed to use the promo code ourselves, Jeremy. <laughs> I saw you throw up the, the hands. What the Mother hell? Fucker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think it applies to bulk orders. Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing. But uh, yeah, welcome aboard Plowright. Very yeah. happy to have you guys. What else do we have for Tyler, Jay? What else you got? Well, I don't know. Let's, let's do five and five. Okay. Take Tyler, it. Where, where do you see your where do you want your company going within five years? What are you looking forward to? I, I think that uh five years, uh I know it's crazy, but what I would uh I would like to at least double to triple, maybe even more than that. I mean, even last year from this last year to this year, I mean, we've added six guys, um, which in a sense, I guess that's even more than double last year. Right. So, yeah, I think the plan uh, for us, I'm still only 30 years old. Right. I got, you know, I'm still kind of got some time here and I got lots of time to be able to grow this. And uh, I think the biggest thing for us is we're just going to continue on keeping that quality. We're new in the tech. We're not afraid to take a chance of whether it's Hilltip, whether it's uh, learning different uh, machines or whatever it is. So whereas some of these guys in the area, they're stuck on, this is the brand we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. I don't care about social media. I don't care about your new plow. And where we're kind of really like, hold up, like what's this Hilltip about? Let's take a chance. Yep. Let's see what we can do. So I think, and I think that's the people that are going to succeed and be able to benefit off this long-term is going to be the people that do take that chance. So I think five years, I'd say I'd like to, you know, continue to grow in our area. We're able to stay really tight in our area right now and uh, just keep pushing, keep on pushing and hopefully uh, long, long-term be the number one uh, company in the area. Good for you, bro. Good. That'd be great. That's awesome. It's good that you're, you're not set you know, in a path that yeah. you will not deviate from. Cause you, you see that you with like established companies that have been around 20, 25 years and been successful the whole time you start to see them. They have their routine. They do not like change. They do not like deviating and they start to kind of slide a little bit, you know? So that's, that's good that you're open to uh, keep exploring. Good for you. So and I think, said, I think one more but, thing, one yeah, more go ahead, thing to add to that. And I think it's, I think I'm I'm hearing it more and more as we get people apply, as we get people that want to switch, is that I want to make sure that I can keep the guys that we have on happy. I want to make sure that we're, you know, listening to them and, and still giving them what they want because we're getting a lot of guys apply in the last year that are saying they're just unhappy with where they are. They get treated like nothing. Uh, they don't even talk to the owner. They don't even know who he is. It's just uh, you come in, you deal with someone else, and you do your thing, and you go home. And to be honest, it's not an industry where any of these guys are getting, uh, you know, your labor guys are not, you know, they're not getting super rich off this, right? So we want to make sure that we take care of the guys. And and I think one of the things that even drawing people to us is uh, the social media, the newer equipment, the cool stuff that goes on, whether it's uh, a couple of videos here and there or what, they feel more involved, right? Sure. Then just coming in, you do your thing, you work all night, you go home. It's, you know, it's not the same. So, yeah, you got to take care of the guys with the boots on the ground because you for don't sure. have a company without them. So good for you. That's awesome, brother. So you said you, you guys are three years old. What has been the biggest, you know, thing that's helped you grow that you've done in the last three years? What was the biggest decision that you made? I, I honestly would say in the area, 
for us would be the social media and um, the social media awareness. Uh, we're, we've been noticed so much in the area just from our videos, from our posts, from our this or that. We've got calls for big, big sites that said, hey, like, we've watched your videos for the last year online, you know, and and we see that you guys do quality work, quality machines. You're showing up in good looking trucks and, you know. So that I, I think for us is has definitely helped um, grow the business very, very fast. And then obviously uh, taking the time. I know it can be annoying. You get all these guys calling you all the time or, you know, with a problem or this or that. But taking the time with the communication with some of these people can go a long way. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I hear a lot of times, uh, why are you switching companies or why do you want to switch? Well, we're unhappy. Well, they uh, say, oh, we try to contact the owner. We don't hear from him for six, seven days. We don't even, we can't even get a hold of them. Right. So, uh, you know, when they call for a simple little thing, it's, I think, cause I'm more involved in it than some of the owners in the area are. It's, it makes them feel like they're heard. They're paying for a service and they want you to, you know, they want you to be there. Some of them are worse than others, obviously, but. Absolutely. But you take ownership, you're the owner and you're taking ownership and you're taking yeah. the bull by the horns. So. For sure. What else you got, Jay? Anything? Yeah. Any good stories, Tyler? That's one thing that I saw. I was thinking about and trying to think of something. And to be honest, I, I I couldn't come up with anything crazy. We do have one thing that happened last year, I guess. And and I didn't even know about it until about a week later. But uh, the Those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one, they were working late. It, you know, it was, it was an extensive shift for sure. And I think it was creeping up on the end of their shift. And the one guy was finishing up adding a little bit of salt to a couple areas and for whatever reason i guess he told called the other guy and said hey man uh i i don't know what's going on i have the light salt button on but it's it's salting heavy and we and he said what do you mean the light salt button and he goes well i got the light button on and he goes that's your floodlights in the back of your salter man go home to bed <laughs> i think it's over man go Dude, home that's a uh, little, little long night not thinking, I guess, but to be honest, nothing, nothing crazy, but that uh, definitely stood out that uh, I think he knows now that's not, uh, that's not going to lighten up the salt application. Uh, at least he was exhausted. I had a guy going out for his first salt run that was nice enough to salt on the way going out of the shop and uh, never turned the salter off. Oh yeah, there so you he go. He got to his first, first property two miles away with an empty hopper. Well, he wanted to make sure the guys behind him were safe. Yeah, we yeah. we were very safe. I don't think uh, that whole storm. I don't think any flakes, you know, stuck to that road. <laughs> he just oh sends, man, send the bill to the city or their county or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure they'll sure, pay it. Yep. They'll pay it. Come on, <laughs> Tyler. So, what lessons have you learned early on, or as you started to grow, that you'd want to pass on to other guys in the industry that maybe are just starting out, or or where you were three years ago? I think the biggest thing, and I've posted about it on my social media before, is that don't lower your prices just to be the guy that has every site. Please Amen. don't. Yeah. Because we're getting the call the next year with how unhappy they were, but they paid $10,000 less than someone that should have been doing it right. Um, I think the biggest thing is, yeah, just stick to your prices. Um, and, and, and definitely don't bite off more than you can chew. Um it's a position where when you're growing, uh, I'm the same way right now. I want to take every site and do everything. But when I look at it and go, okay, no, we're going to, we might struggle here to keep up. 
I'd rather not take that site and get a bad reputation in the town. We're not in a massive town, right? We're talking 40, 50,000 people here. You know, it, it, it sounds like a lot, but it's not when you're looking at some of these other big ones. Uh, you can get a bad rep pretty quick here. And uh, I think the biggest thing I would tell the young guys is also one of the main points don't listen to all these social media guys online either that stand in front of the camera and record their video in front of their $120,000 truck and tell you what to do because it's going to save you 10%. Don't believe everything you see. I love it. Because that's, a, that's another it. tough one that, that uh, I, you know, people say, hey, did you see this guy? He's got this, this, and this. I, uh, don't believe everything, man. Yeah. You, mean, you mean the guys that buy followers and people and disturb or manufacturers think they're big yeah. influencers? Those yeah. guys? Exactly. Yeah. That kind of guy. Yeah. That that's good stuff. We, we, hey, we have, we have <laughs> partnership with some brands too. But I'll be one, I will tell you, I'll never be standing in front of the camera or doing a pre recorded video you know, with a script, basically, if I'm pushing a product, it's the same as you guys, you know, if you believe in a product, uh, you you shouldn't have to stand there and basically read off a piece of paper as to what, you know, what, what about that product. I just, right before I got on this, I saw a guy doing that standing in front of a truck and I just think in my head, it's, it's, if it has to be told to you, this is what you got to say. This is how it's got to be said. This is your code, this, this, and this, it's huge. I, I may or may not have commented on that exact post. <laughs> oh, no. I think I know that. I, I think were, I know. I thought you were blocked. Apparently not. <laughs> is that some crazy? That's great, man. That is great. Uh, that's so funny. Tyler, you got anything for us, buddy? Because I think uh, we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, nothing. Uh... Nothing Anybody want to plug or anything? Say hello to shout outs. Who's yeah? If you need Canadian snow steaks, give me a call. There you go. Can you yeah, ship them back you. to the U.S.? Do you have anything in stock that they don't in the U.S.? No, <laughs> no. My last order, he uh, we just ordered one more shipment in uh, I think on Friday, and he said I got seven kinds that we don't have anymore. So it's getting tough, yeah. but you know. Hey, listen, what it is. Create demand. Creates demand for next year. For sure, right? So, yeah, I think that's it, man, uh, that All I can right. think of off the top of my head. Jay, you got anything else? Oh, it was a great, another great show. It's good to hear from Tyler and what's going Absolutely. on up north. So, yeah, it's always it's always fun to talk to guys from somewhere different. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I love yeah for sure. It was, it, was I great, tell you, great, the, it was great meeting him at Equip. You know, he put yep. a face face the name so yeah that was the thing a lot of people we met there and we're just like oh so you're the guy we talk to on social media you know so yeah when we and and i've talked to you a bunch of times on social media and it's like yeah it's so funny because you can if you're meeting a guy for the first time in snow you can ask him like three questions and figure out i like this guy or i can't stand this guy it's it's really quick and really easy and i'm like yeah this this dude knows what he's talking about he's good yeah i like it i like it a lot no, it's but, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm no, sorry. It's good. You guys are you guys are killing it on your side too. It's been uh, I know I followed from the beginning and the first couple, and it's crazy how fast it's gone off. So that's because all you amazing. guys. That, that's because yeah. literally all the support from you guys. It's yeah. we're we're nothing every week. If you guys don't come yeah. on the show and you don't listen, you know this is this is over. We might have. No, I, I said that once before. We might, I might have screwed up on those sweatshirts by just putting the American flag on. <laughs> These Canadian guys probably won't buy it because it's got the American flag on it. Yeah, you got to you got to get a Canadian and American one. We'll we'll buy. 
See, I told you. Didn't I tell you that? Did I say put the Canadian flag on the other sleeve? Yeah, you did. The next batch. Yeah, get it on I, the next batch. I will say this. Canadians are ordering them, though. They're, yeah. They are ordering them. No, so it's good. good no, we tried pushing the pushing it, too, and getting people to listen. It's it's a good learning curve. Oh, one thing we could talk about quickly sure. is uh, you guys have an insurance issue over there or what? Yeah, big, everybody big does. Price? Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, they're the last shit in 13 months i think my commercial just my commercial auto policy will be up 700 percent, 600 in 13 months because we they they've they keep doing this whole bullshit where the same big main four carriers are telling you we're discontinuing commercial auto yep. policy so we're not renewing and then you go with another big one and then again 12 months later that you get a letter saying we're discontinuing our commercial auto but now you call the first company and all of a sudden they're doing commercial auto again, but it's 400% higher than what you were paying yeah. for the same exact policy 12 months earlier with yeah. no claims. So yeah, no insurance is huge. It's a huge problem here too. Yeah. And you guys are, uh, somebody was saying, I don't know if this is true. You could maybe confirm or deny this, but somebody's saying Canada, they don't even want to insure snow at all. No, no, no. Like it's a real big problem. There's limited companies that'll do it. Like we, even in the past, we've had auto insurance different than our commercial snow because the auto will, they refuse to get anything, touch anything to do with commer commercial snow, commercial snow removal. Jeez. I think yeah. that the starting rate now, if you were to, to uh, go today and you said, hey, I'm going to start up a snow removal business and I want to do commercial snow, they start you at 20K. That's the starting, wow. just, just to be out there. That's not a vehicles. That's not your equipment. That's not operating. That's just, just I'm going to do commercial snow. You're basically at 20 G's. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, and and for the, the guy problem. that's trying to start out and go spend, you know, thousands on a plow, thousands on a salter. Maybe he just wants to get into a couple sites with a truck to start. I mean, you can't. Yeah, how do you make any money at at that rate if your first 20 K is going down the drain? Yeah, it's a problem. I, I I hope, I mean, I don't know what they can do in Canada, but the ASCA, they were lobbying states for a while for uh, for rule changes about insurance rates and stuff like that and liability mm -hmm. for snow pros. I don't, I haven't heard anything from in a while. I think that kind of, I think COVID maybe slowed them down a little bit with the lobbying, but, you know, they were doing, they were fighting a good fight for a while. They got some legislation into three or four states, but yeah, I don't know. The insurance companies are kind of like too big to fail. Yeah. So I think they uh, they took a bath paying death benefits during COVID, and uh, they got to make the money back somehow. So it's okay. Let's see who's working for their money. Let's let's hit them over the head a couple hundred times. Oh, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's hard for the new guys. It's uh, I mean, it it's is. hard for the big guys too. Right? Everybody. Hearing, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough. You're hearing some of the bigger companies paying you know, a quarter of a million dollars in insurance. It's just, it's going to come to a point where it's not worth it for a lot of guys to, yeah. to keep going, you know, it, oh, especially it's if you get a bad point. winter and you're on contracts, if you got 75, 80% on contract and we get smoked one winter where you got 50 plows, I mean, you're, you're done. Like <laughs> it, it's going to be a bad, it's going to be bad. I got yeah. one more follow up question now. Cause you just brought <clears throat> that up with the bad winter. Do you have floors and ceilings in your seasonals? a lot of them yes some of them they're just 
smaller sites yeah. uh, to be honest it's not going to kill you either way yep. but when we're talking a uh, 10 acre trucking yard yeah yeah because if that's going to be three feet of snow you <laughs> you might want to uh figure something out quick because it could be real bad <laughs> yes, right sir. so all right jay you got anything else bud no i don't think so no tyler you good all good man all right brother well thanks for coming on with us man that was awesome i'm glad we yeah, finally got to go uh, Got our three schedules meshed up, and yeah, Jeremy can go out salting now. Is it still snowing, Jay? Uh, it's a, I don't know, stark out. I can't okay. see. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, gang. Well, that's gonna be a wrap for episode forty-one. As always, Jeremy and I want to thank Tyler for coming on with us tonight, giving us the time. You know, it's I'm glad we were finally able to do it. And uh, again, I apologize to uh, Tyler and the rest of the Canadians that I was such a little girl at Equip and had to go to bed early. I couldn't go out to the bar and uh, and meet up with them uh, next time. Definitely, though. But uh, that is all, guys. So we're going to be out. See you next week. Everybody be safe out there and keep pushing.